Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar. Harp on Sports podcast, audio, media, radio network. Uh, follow, share, like, share, follow, like at Harp on Sports via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. YouTube, you know where to find it. All right. What are we going to do on tonight's show? Or what are we going to do on this episode of Harp on Sports? The bar. Well, a little boycotts are booty and baseballs bounce. Here's the thing. You know, seeing the recent ratings in baseball, seeing this push, this jump of consumption of certain products that people are boycotting. Not going to watch anymore. I'm done with A. I'm done with B. I'm done with C. And it's dawned on me that boycotts are garbage. And it just has not to do with just fans and consumers. It has to do with athletes too. Remember when football players were going to boycott off-season workouts? You're getting like 90% of people showing up. 90% of football players showing up for off-season workouts. A boycott the Olympics. I've realized something, all right? Not only are boycotts booty, they're meaningless. They're worthless. Why? Because people saying they're going to boycott something isn't exactly the same as actually physically boycotting that thing. People love to talk. I've got a phrase I use on my show. Talk is cheap. Action is everything. Talk is cheap. Action is everything. I'm never going to eat there again. You're lying. You're lying. You're full of it. We should boycott this. Why? Because I'm denying you. You're not actually denying anybody anything. You're saying you're not going to do it anymore. I'm going to boycott this fast food restaurant. I'm going to boycott this brand. I'm going to boycott that brand. All the time, I get emails all the time of people, I'm not going to listen to the station anymore. You're lying. You're full of it. I, a long time ago, quit listening to what people say and watch what you do. Don't believe me? Get a group of people around. This is why boycotts in sports are booty. Boycotts in general are ridiculous. Get a group of people around. 100 people. How many of you consume porn on a daily basis? How many of you watch porn? Not one of them is going to raise their hand. It's a $6 billion a year industry. Somebody's watching it. Somebody's watching it. I'm boycotting the Olympics. <laughs> you don't watch it anyway. People, I'm boycotting Chick-fil-A. You don't eat there anyway. <laughs> you don't. Well, the players are going to boycott. No, they're not. You know why players aren't going to boycott camps? Do you know why? Because 70 to 80% of them are replaceable. Elite guys, the, you know, in basketball, the LeBron Jameses, those guys are elite. In, in football, the Aaron Rodgers, the Jalen Ramseys at his position, the Tom Brady's. There's certain guys that are just elite. They're better than everyone else, so they don't have to worry about the guy coming up from behind them. It's not a very good sports movie, but it's a great line from a sports movie. Gina Gershon talking to Sylvester Stallone in the movie Driven about her new guy. What she likes about him, he's a younger, better you. Whoa. 
That's a that's a, that's a shot in the gut, isn't it? He's a younger, better you. Whoa. Oh, I'm going to boycott this. Not going to boycott it very long, right? Because there are people waiting for your job. Uh, what? There's going to be a rookie boycott of minicamp. No, there's not. No, there's not. People love to do things. And if you deny them those things, they want it more. So this whole talk of you know football players boycotting the camps, they may, you know, hold out, go on strike, but money always talks, right? Money always ends up getting there. Well, I'm going to boycott this. If somebody's younger and better than you, waiting in the wings, they will take that from you. From people boycotting this media company, or I'm going to boycott these concerts. Uh, you remember they had the two live crew concerts and NWA, and they put all their records out there and ran over them with a steamroller. <laughs> Okay, whatever. People still listen to the music. I'm going to boycott. Okay. It, it, it's worthless to me. It is. It's, it, it's a worthless thing. If you're going to, people at Jaguars games, I remember a couple years ago, flying banners over the stadium. I am never going to watch a game again. I am boycotting. No, you, you weren't watching in the first place. I saw a stat that, you know, with the consumption of professional athletes. And right now there's a debate going on whether or not conservatives are watching pro athletes. They're overpaid. They make too much money. They, it's funny how they make too much money, but CEOs, it's what the marketplace dictates. Whatever. Fine. Knock yourself out. But uh, boycotting baseball. Do you see baseball's up through the first six weeks of the year? And I want to wait a little while before I start doing jumping jacks about the ratings are up. The baseball's ratings through the first six weeks of the season up. Up over last year, up over the previous year. Baseball is seeing numbers baseball hasn't seen in a decade. Why? Well, I've got one group that says they've never liked them. I've never watched baseball less. Okay. Why is it up? They moved the All-Star game out of Georgia right into Colorado. I'm done watching baseball. Somebody's not. Ratings are going up, 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 up. you got new, young, exciting players. The games are a little bit quicker. But what's the big news? You see who's in first place? St. Louis. Boston. <laughs> the teams that, that San Francisco's in first place, right? The Dodgers are good. It matters, doesn't it? It matters. That, well, the Cubs aren't good. Yeah, there's some major seasons. The Mets are in first place. The Mets are in first place, for crying out loud. The Yankees are in contention. It matters when your good teams, your tradition-rich teams are, are, are good, right? And you've got young stars pushing things as well. So you've got, you've, and baseball's done a decent job of marketing these young guys. A de- not a great job, an okay job, a decent, they're known locally in the markets. Local interest is pushing things. There's other things going on. It's not like nothing else is going on. And here's another thing too, and nobody's talking about this. How I don't know. I don't know why nobody's talking about this, but shame on them. Baseball ratings are up through the first six weeks. Maybe it has to do, maybe, just maybe, with the NBA and the NHL playoffs being later this year. Maybe? Maybe the Stanley Cup postseason pushed back three or four weeks? Maybe the NBA postseason pushed back a month? So the NBA postseason is pushed back a month. The NHL postseason is pushed back three or four weeks. So that's a month that we're not getting NHL and... NBA postseason action. So baseball games at the beginning of the year are going up against NBA and NHL games that are winding down the year. Not as important. Playoff races and chases and 
professional sports don't mean what they used to be. And here's baseball sitting there at the beginning of the year. Maybe watch what happens here in the late months or late weeks of May and early June. Watch what happens to the ratings in baseball. If ratings baseballs continue to stay the same or go up. And that's just it. You can't boycott every sport. You can't. You can't. You can't boycott every sport. So we're going to boycott the NBA. I'm going to boycott Major League Baseball. I'm going to boycott the NFL. What are you going to do exactly, huh? I'm going to watch college sports because they play for love of the game. No, they don't. They play to go to the NFL. They play to go to the NBA. At least the good teams do. Y'all, those Alabama kids are there because they love football. It's not because Nick Saban can get them ready for the NFL. Y'all, those guys at Clemson are there because they love the ACC. Not because he's he's going to get them ready for the NFL. Scott, I'm boycotting all people who are boycotting things. Was that that was that was that movie PCU with Jeremy Piven? We're not going to protest. We're going to protest the protesters. We're not going to protest. Yeah, I look. If I don't like something, I don't tell everybody I don't like it. I just don't like it. I am done at this restaurant. I am done with. There, there are certain things I'm like. All right, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to watch it anymore. Okay, I'm. I, I think I'm done watching that show. It does. It doesn't have the zip or the hook that it used to. Okay, I'm done. I'm just done watching it. I don't get, hey, everybody, I'm getting on social media here. You know what? I'm done watching this show. I'm just done with things. You know, it's when people get on social media to tell you they're going to quit social media. I'm boycotting all these sports and the ratings go up. I'm boycotting. Okay, I'm boycotting this restaurant. Okay. I'm I'm not going to drink this beer anymore. I'm not going to use that product anymore. Somebody's using it. Somebody's consuming it. And again, I've said this about, you know, they're talking about now the Olympics. There's a big push today. We're going to boycott the Olympics. Going to boycott the Olympics. Uh, Okay. What, are you going to end communism? Are you going to boycott the the World Cup too? Because that's going to be in Qatar and they've killed, or Qatar, depending on how you want to pronounce it. And what have they killed? Like 5,000 migrant workers? Was it 5,000 Russians died a decade ago to get the Winter Olympics ready? Who knows how many people really died in Beijing to get the Olympics ready in the you know, 12 years ago. Who, know, who knows? We're going to boycott China. Uh, okay, and what? You're going to end communism by not sending the American pole vaulter there? The only way to end these things is financially. You've got to disrupt the flow of money so things don't work. Cut off the spigot of cash. You cut off the spigot of cash, things end in a hurry. Saying you're going to boycott doesn't mean anything unless you actually physically boycott. Doesn't make that much of a difference. We're done. You know who, you know who boycotted things? It's amazing. How did boycotts work before social media? After the strike in baseball in 93, 94, the next year when they finally ended the strike, they're like, all right, the strike's over. Come on back. Fans are like, no, not. You still have people to this day. I gave up on baseball after the strike. That was 25 years ago. 25 years ago, football had what? NFL had four lockouts or four strikes in the 80s. Those fans are back within five years, six years. Nobody was boycotting the NFL when the Cowboys were winning Super Bowls. But people to this day, I, I love baseball with the strike. It's funny you didn't leave the NFL with the strike or the NHL with the strike. NHL fans are hardcore as ever for their favorite teams. NBA, numbers are up. NBA has had a lockout, what, six, eight years ago, nine years ago now? These are full of it, full of it. You like what you like, you consume what you consume. You see a little bit of a pushback when people are like, oh, I'm not going to watch any more Star Wars movies. They're going to continue to make them. Why? Because they make $500 million. Well, it doesn't make as much as the last one. Oh, okay. So if I paint something and I sell it for $2 million and the next painting I make sells for $1.5, I'm done making them. No, I'm still making a million and a half. 
So boycotts your booty. Boycotts your booty. Baseball has a bounce. I, it's going to be interesting to see how all these things line up over the course of the next few weeks because if I hear one more person tell me or I read, oh, I'm done with this, you're done with what? You're not done with it. You're not. You know why I know you're not done with it? Because you say you're done with it. You're not physically done with it. If you were done with it, I would see it. Shows up in the, again. It shows up in the ratings. It shows up in the in the numbers. It does. Now people may stay away from something for a while, but you're going to come back to it. You are. People gravitate towards winning. People like what they like. I'm done. There are people. I'm done eating that food product. No, you're not. You may be done for a month or so, but you're going to come back to it. I always do. Um, speaking of coming back to things, you know. I guess part of me is interested in this NBA structure of the playoff where seven plays eight and nine plays 10 and who wins between seven and eight is automatically in. And then nine, 10 plays each other. And the winner of that plays the loser of oh, for crying out loud. Well, you know, the only reason this is interesting this year is because the Lakers and the Warriors are down there. And the fact that the Lakers and the Warriors are down there, Okay, you've got my attention, I guess, for a little bit here. But if the Lakers win or the Warriors win, which one of them is going to be in, and then the winner of that goes on to win, then we're going to get a seven and eight seed that we'd have had from the beginning. So, oh, it adds excitement to the. No, it doesn't. It drags things out. Well, this eliminates tanking, does it? What the teams that are really, really bad still weren't any good at the end of the year. I. I guess you could say it made things a little bit more interesting and a little bit more captivating, but I, sorry, I, this is what people don't understand about sports. It's, it's the best. It's the best that we gravitate towards. In March Madness in the NCAA tournament, one and two seeds, three seeds, that's what we're grasping onto. That's what we want to see. We want to see the best, or we want to see somebody knock off the best or challenge the best. I just don't. It's like, oh, it makes it interesting. At least the seven and eight seed. I don't care about those teams. It's like the play-in game in the NCAA tournament. Now, look, there's teams that win those, like the UCLA's beating Michigan State, and they go on a great run. It's like, oh, that's interesting. It's not interesting until they get into the tournament and start winning. You know, until they're the 12 seed and they knock off the was it the five seed, and then is the 12 seed, then they knock off the four seed. All right, now you got my attention. You don't have my attention in the opening round. You don't have my, you just don't. Ooh, the play-in game. I'll watch, you know what? Here's what's interesting about this. Golden State and the Lakers, you'll watch that because it's Steph Curry against LeBron. How about the other three matchups? Huh? What are they? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? The NBA created play-in games similar to what the NCAA has. Those only become interesting when those teams go deep into the postseason. Not at the beginning. So I saw that. I'm like, I, I guess I'll, here's something else. I don't know how interested I'm going to be in it, but I, I'll watch LeBron and Steph because it's LeBron and Steph. It's the only reason why. And then the winner of that gets what? Phoenix. The loser of that gets to play Utah. Great. If I'm the Jazz or I'm the Suns, I'm sitting around saying, do, do we really want Anthony Davis and LeBron James to have another game to get everything together and to click? And hit the ground running. They've won what? Like seven in a row, six in a row, and we're going to get them a game against a, a decent team. Oh, they're going to be tired. <laughs> sure they are. They're going to be exhausted. You bet they are. So, eh. Eh. it's kind of one of those things. So, again, I, guys, it's, 
I, you know, I, I look at the rest of everything that we have going on right now. And, you know, we're starting to hit that area where, you know, championships are going to start to ramp up. It's weird because right now we'd be in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'd be getting near the conference finals. We'd be approaching them on the next week or so in the NBA. And instead, we're just beginning the postseason in these sports. So we're not going to get quite back to normal, um, at least not in the structure of the postseason. The only time we're going to get that feeling, okay, it's going to be the 4th of July. Once the NBA finals and the Stanley Cup finals are over in late June, early July, that we can sit around and look and say, okay, we're good to go. And we can start to get back to that feeling of everything getting back on track. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's guys say I'm disappointed that the NBA didn't sell the naming rights to the play-in game. I should have sold it to Costco. Yeah, I mean, you might as well, right? Uh-huh. Here's your bulk. Here's your bulk. You get 60 popsicles for $5.99. Um, so, I, you know, I see, we saw today when I left work, that University of Florida going to be open wall-to-wall. Um, full capacity. Everything's going to be back to full capacity here in late July or here in late June. Next month, everything's going to be back. Okay, good. Good. And look, I, I see responsible Americans are getting vaccinated. Selfish, reckless ones aren't. And they're the ones that are going to pay the price this summer um, when they get sick. I, I've said this time and time again. I, You know, everything's opening back up. To the non-vaccinated, you're welcome. We saved you. The vaccinated, hey. To the non-vaccinated, you're welcome for nothing. You didn't do anything. Sat around and bitched and moaned on social media and posted pictures of Benjamin Franklin and said, you have your Liberty. Congratulations. You now have a life and get back to normal because of people like me. That's arrogant and selfish. Yeah, it is. You didn't do anything. Everybody that got vaccinated. Thank you. Everybody that got vaccinated. God bless. Everybody that didn't. Hey, think about this. Why everything's opening back up in sports. Everything's opening back up. Why is it? Because the non-vaccinated here, they are complained and moaned on social media for the last three or four months about vaccines giving you autism and whatever else that oh, they oh they're gonna make you grow a tail if i hear one more person say vaccine's gonna make me grow a tail i'd be kind of cool would i be godzilla then would i be able to pick things up with my tail would i be able to smash it like up against a wall would it be like a dog's tail that goes back and forth or would it be like godzilla's tail I'll be pretty cool if I have a tail. Oh, you get the COVID vaccine, you're going to grow a tail. Does that give me other cool things? Other cool powers? (laughs) Garbage people that do anything. It's going to be funny. Like, I'm not going to get the vaccine. I'm not. Okay, you didn't. You didn't. Thank you for nothing. You're welcome, America. To the 125 million people that have done it now, good for you. You're real Americans. You care about your fellow Americans. Those ones that didn't, you're selfish turds. You deserve no credit whatsoever. None. None. Anti-vaxxers and flat earthers are on the same level as me. Uh, on the same level to me. And that's the level right below the ground. So everybody got vaccinated. We're opening back up. Sporting events are going to be open up 100% capacity. You, you deserve all the credit. The non-vaccinated continue to lead the charge of being a shit on social media. You're doing a good job of it. All right, follow, share, like, subscribe at Harpon Sports Twitter, Harpon Sports Instagram, Harpon Sports, the Facebook page. Follow, share, like, share, follow, subscribe, all of that. And we'll be back uh, later in the week with another podcast. Remember, 
Stay strong, stay clean, stay focused. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends. <laughs>